0: Just in time for kickoff, Hooters' famous saucy wings, delicious seafood, half-pound stacked burgers, and fresh chopped salads. Hooters is honored to serve the Tampa Bay community with delicious take-home and a great place to watch the game with friends and family. Providing that famous neighborhood hospitality, only Hooters can deliver. Hooters, proud sponsor of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Visit OriginalHooters.com for locations near you. Thanks always to Hooters for their continuing sponsorship of the Todd Wright Fantasy Football Podcast. Also, I appreciate the support of Bill Curry-Ford and Brandon Legal Group. This is Season 7, Episode 53 of the Todd Wright Fantasy Football Podcast being recorded on Wednesday morning. So whenever you hear this, whenever this is posted, if any info is out of date, That's on you. Please checking status. I'm doing the best I can, especially with the holidays coming up, trying to get you through, trying to get myself through. Now that we, in a majority of season long leagues, are in the fantasy football semifinals, I have made it to the semifinals of the Fantasy Football Foundation with my friend Darren, with the wonderful Mike Lentz from Papa John's of Tampa Bay, and with two time. Jimmy McGinty, trophy winner, Sean in the foundation. In the federation, which is the podcast league this year, the guillotine league, we snuffed Bengal Ralph's torch this past weekend. We are down to five. Everybody has a one-in-five chance of winning the $1,000 from Bill Curry Ford. One will be eliminated this week. The final five in no particular order are Dan, who was a runner-up in one of the podcast leagues last year. Mike from Payway, who is playing for the first time and playing extraordinarily well. Captain Morgan, who played in one of the podcast leagues last year and is a Todd Wright Tour captain. ABC Action News Chief Meteorologist Dennis Phillips and myself. Those are the final five. One will be eliminated this week four go on to the finals in week 17. todd at yahoo.com. Write.tod at yahoo.com. Uh, send me an email with your fantasy questions. This week you better get them in before going to bed on Friday night because a majority of NFL games are being played on Saturday. I will not uh, have any preview of the Thursday night game in this podcast because I'm not sure if this will post in time for you to, for me to have. An opinion that matters prior to uh, this week's Thursday night game between the Jaguars and the Jets. Um, What else? Oh, I want to start with something. I do watch, I'd say, 15 minutes a week. One of the NFL fantasy live shows on NFL Network. Uh, I used to work a little bit with Marcus Grant at Sporting News Radio. I'm very happy for Marcus. I think he does a good job on that show. Uh, I like Kimmy on that show. Uh, Cynthia is terrific, no matter what she does on NFL Network with her, uh, with her numbers. Uh, there are other personalities on that show. I feel for Michael J. Florio that he has the same name as Mike Florio from Profootballtalk.com. Michael J. Florio seems like a really good young man. Um, Adam Rank is Adam Rank. He's the foil. He knows what he's doing. Um, the one, and there are other good people on that show, they're all trying to you know, have some fun and, and help us and come up with segments, but the one segment they do, more than any other, that is flawed, is that helps no one. Adam hosted it this past weekend. The segment is based on when A player who is not rostered in a majority of leagues scores a touchdown. NFL Fantasy Live on NFL Network implies that helps no one. I've said this before. That is incorrect. I'm going to give you some examples from week 15. Let's go to Raiders Patriots. Why don't we just go right to the disputed touchdown that ended up tying the game that was scored by Keelan Cole. Whether he had a foot in or he didn't have a foot in, that's another debate. But Keelan Cole's touchdown would be one of those that NFL Fantasy Live on NFL Network would claim, hashtag that helps no one. Yeah, bullshit, that helped me. My opponent in the head-to-head foundation league, had both Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams. Keelan Cole scoring helps me because that means drive is over, touchdown is scored, change of possession, and Adams nor Jacobs scored any points on that particular play. They did not get the touchdown. That helped me. Let me give you another example that they actually used in the segment. Mm, where are we going here? Vikings Colts. A very obscure fullback named CJ Ham had a one yard touchdown plunge, and NFL Fantasy Live on NFL Network claimed that helped, that helps, or that helped no one. Wrong. Here's who that helps anyone who is going head to head with, or I'm in a total points league. And I think one of my competitors in the total points league has Jefferson and or cook because ham scored that six points that Cook can't get to end that drive, or Jefferson can't get to end that drive, that helps me. Got it? And sure, I own Jefferson and the foundation. But the point being, should I give you one more, or do you get the gist? And I know they won't change the segment, but I'm just saying the segment is flawed. What's another good one? Um... Oh, Dawson, was it Dawson Knox? Let's see. Oh, how about we can use Knox? No, we'll use Quentin Morris. That's who I think they used. I wouldn't know Quentin Morris if he walked in my front door of the condo. I'd call the police. Um, Quentin Morris, one catch, for a touchdown, and Buffalo's win 32 29 over Miami. NFL Fantasy Live on NFL Network would say that helps no one. Wrong. If your opponent had Stephon Diggs, or Gabe Davis, or Dawson Knox, or Devin Singletary, I know that's a separate discussion, it helps. You because none of those guys got the six points to end that scoring drive. That helps no one is a flawed segment. I'm hoping someone gets word to the NFL fantasy live guys and tells them, I know what you're trying to do here, but it's flawed. Scores like that help any player head-to-head against other players who have the featured fantasy performers on that team that did not score at the end of that drive. That's the point I want to make. I think I have made it. Let's move on. Okay, quickly, or as quick as I can, again independent of the Thursday game and Don't know everything about injuries. The biggest one being, and this impacts me, as it impacts the number one seed in the foundation, Sean. Uh, I have Jalen Hurts in the podcast league. I've made the final five primarily because of him. uh, After trading for him. Yes, we actually had an owner in the podcast league this year who was in the first four out. And I'll give you two transactions he made for why he was in the first four out. He at one point had Josh Allen and traded him, and he at one point had Jalen Hurts and he traded him to me. When you have the services of Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts and you trade them both, you deserve to have a shitty fantasy year. You don't do that. So, game by game, let's start on Saturday. Falcons-Ravens. Um... Allgaier, I picked him up on waivers this week. Don't know if I'm going to play him. But he could be productive in a need situation. Not a lot else. Well, J.K. Dobbins has back-to-back 100-yard games uh, for the Ravens. Lions-Panthers. Lions keep rolling along. You're playing the hits there. Jamal Williams' uh, production is down. I'm rooting against DeAndre Swift this week, but I understand if people are playing him. Chuba Hubbard's been a little bit better recently. I know DJ Moore dealing with an injury. Seahawks Chiefs, uh, another injury that impacts me significantly other than Jalen Hurts is the Tyler Lockett injury. Doesn't seem any chance Lockett is going to play this week. So uh, I picked up on waivers in all leagues, Marquise Goodwin, uh, to have him available if I choose to sub him for Tyler Lockett. I also picked up uh Miko uh, Hardman, Kansas City may be coming off IR to play this week, was on a really good roll, uh, especially scoring touchdowns for the Chiefs before he got hurt. So there are some options for me. Uh, McKinnon, what, four touchdowns his last two games. I played Pacheco last week, loved the volume, didn't love the fumble again, and didn't score a touchdown. I'm probably not using Pacheco this week. Uh, check status on Ken Walker. You would uh, want to get him going again. And, of course, uh, Lockett's injury probably means good things for DK Metcalf. Saints-Browns, this could be a game, What of a number of games, affected by weather. Uh, Saints Browns, not a lot I'm excited about here. Um, Nick Chubb hasn't been extraordinary in recent weeks. He didn't practice due to a foot injury on Tuesday, but that didn't seem to be a big deal. Keep checking status. I don't blame you if you're playing Camara in this game, but you you're just hoping for volume there because you haven't gotten a lot of touchdowns. Um, if it if the conditions are brutal. Maybe Dennis Allen just says to Taysom Hill, "Go out there and do your thing." Right? I think there's a chance of that. That's why I picked up Taysom Hill in one of my leagues because I think there's a last-minute chance the Saints just say, "You know what? Screw it. We're not going to make. We're not going to try to run a traditional offense with Andy Dalton in this weather, and they're not playing Jameis Winston and Taysom." You played at BYU. You know bad weather. Just go out there and do it. Move the ball however you want to move the ball. I think there's a chance. Texans-Titans. Loser Lovey Smith playing out the string in Houston. Called that shot. Uh, Should be a big week for Derrick Henry. Nothing else really going on with the Texans. Um, Yeah, Chris Moore will catch a few balls, but do you really want a Texan? In your lineup this time of year? Bengals, Patriots. Keep checking status on your Bengal wide receivers. All of them paid off last week in the comeback against the Buccaneers. Uh, Joe Burrow continues to. Joe Burrow's kind of this year's Justin Herbert. You know, up there with the quote unquote non running quarterbacks, but Burrow, he gets his. Patriots. Learned my lesson on Ramondre last week. Belichick wasn't messing around. Ramondre was active, motivated. He shouldn't have lateraled the ball at the end, but at least he actually threw it to a member of the Patriots before Jacoby Myers. I don't know why Myers isn't cut this week. I think Belichick is uh, getting uh, modest, uh, mild in his old age. Giants-Vikings, it's Saquon Barkley, and that's about it there for the Vikings. All the normal names after their big comeback. If Kirk Cousins is available and you have Jalen Hurts, yeah, I'd at least pick up Cousins. The problem is, is you got to decide if you're going to play Cousins an hour and a half or so, or the Cowboys 430 game. Yeah. You're going to have to decide two hours before the inactives are released in Eagles-Cowboys if you will start Kirk Cousins instead of Jalen Hurts. That's tough. Bills-Bears, that could be a another weather-impacted game. Josh Allen was either a limited participant in practice earlier this week or not at all. Uh, we haven't really worried about that elbow in a while. Uh, For the Bears, Khalil Herbert could return this week, but there's really no surprises otherwise as it relates uh, to the Bills um, or the Bears. Montgomery had a good game, but if Herbert comes back, that could go down a little bit. Uh, Definitely in bad weather, Justin Fields is not going to try to throw the ball. Commanders and 49ers, uh, Brock Purdy, another opportunity. Seems to produce multiple touchdowns every time out. McCaffrey, yes. Still no Debo as far as we know. Kittle coming off a two-touchdown game. Eagles-Cowboys. If Jalen Hurts doesn't play, I think you have to at least consider sitting Devontae Smith I would be in a situation where I have to decide, am I going to play Miles Sanders? I have other options. Miles Sanders, the last couple weeks, has either been awesome or awful. A lot of volatility there. A.J. Brown, I think you're playing no matter what. I honestly, I don't know how this is going to go. Again, I'm recording this a little past 11 a.m. on Wednesday. My guess The Eagles would need to lose not only this game, but their next two. And the Cowboys would need to win this game and their next two. If I'm the Eagles and I have any concerns about Hertz doing more damage to his body, I don't plan. Honestly, you don't need this game. You don't. You, you could sit You could sit Hurts, and if Dallas wins, you have two games to win one or Dallas to lose one, and then you get a first-round bye. If Hurts plays, it means it's really not a big deal. But I'm not expecting Hurts to play. I wish he would. In one league, I wish he would, and in my other league, I wish he, he wouldn't. It's funny how that works. Uh, From the Cowboys' standpoint, you just have to write off. I mean, their loss last week doesn't really affect you unless you were looking for one more touchdown out of a Noah Brown or a CeeDee Lamb or a Dalton Schultz or an Ezekiel Elliott or a Tony Pollard or a Dak Prescott. They're all in play. Raiders-Steelers, it's still just Adams and and Cole. I'm not too excited about anyone else. On the Raiders, Steelers. I think Kenny Pickett is starting. I still think the only guy you can start is Najee Harris, and you've been biting that bullet all year. Packers at Dolphins. AJ Dillon finally did get it going. I mean, he's one of those guys. I could sit Miles Sanders and play AJ Dillon this week in good weather down in Miami, one of the few places that's going to have good weather for Christmas. Um, the streak of touchdowns for Watson ended. But I wouldn't sit him this week. And for the Dolphins, even if Jeff Wilson's healthy, you're playing Mostert along with Waddle and uh, and Tyreek Hill. Broncos, Rams, kind of eh on anything with the Broncos. Same eh with the Ram. I mean, are you really, you really want your your championship berth to be determined by a Bronco Ram based on their seasons? Not much better for Buccaneers Cardinals. Although you're playing Chris Godwin uh, this week, you can make a case uh, Rashad White in his in his homecoming, but uh, his volume was down last week. Cardinals, it, it's Hopkins and Connor, and that's it. And then the Monday night game, your last chance for, for, for points, Chargers. Uh, Yeah, you got to get Allen and Williams and Herbert and Eckler in your lineup. Keep checking status. I think Eckler got dinged. Uh, And for the Colts, they still scored a lot of points last week. Uh, Maybe too many field goals, but Jeff Saturday is more traditional uh, with his kicker. Um, I may be playing one of the kickers in this game. No Jonathan Taylor here. Zach Moss was a popular choice on waivers this week. But will that be more Deion Jackson this week, or will Deion Jackson only be out there on passing downs, and will Moss get the bulk of the early down work? And I i guess you're playing Michael Pittman with, uh, with Matt Ryan. And Paris Campbell just continues to float in and out of the conversation. Um, he's been a guy that you've chased points with for, what, a month and a half now. Even I tried it once. That's it. You're... Individual fantasy questions, please, at todd at yahoo.com, right.tod at yahoo.com. Good luck reaching your fantasy championship. Thank you for listening to the Todd Wright Fantasy Football Podcast presented by Hooters, Bill Curry, Ford, and Brandon Legal Group.